Stealing history. We all can agree that over the last several decades, the American dream is slowly dying a painful death. America is changing before our eyes, and nothing is stopping it. After several monumental laws have been overturned and a few new ones added to the books, America is no longer considered the home of the free. Yet, what it's becoming is still unknown. New laws, amendments, regulations, and task enforcement agencies have been popping out of the cracks of society as we stand idly by watching. A year ago, a new amendment slipped by. In a nutshell, this new law is an easy way for the government to rewrite history. But it also prohibits average American citizens from owning or viewing historical documents. And what is deemed historical changes by the day. So, while the government toils away reinventing history with the historical ban amendment, collectors, historians, secret societies, and fortune seekers are all being put out of business or forced underground in one fell swoop. And it goes without saying a rumor mill is alive and well. Old secrets are now being dragged out of the shadows of history, as black markets for stolen documents and espionage activities grow busier by the day, but one big rumor shaking the grapevines for people in the know is the almighty Declaration of Independence. Since August 1776, there were whispers that the publicly viewed declaration was fake. In the past, the rumor held little to no significance. Yet, with the new historical ban amendment in play, the allegations were growing legs. As the story goes, between July and August of 1776, the original document was stolen and replaced with the parchment we see today, and that isn't the only treasure deemed a forgery or lost to the hands of time, there are thousands. With the enactment of the HBA Enforcement Group, the war on history has officially begun. Jude Burnett, a local high school history teacher by day, is also a rogue historian by night, willing to do anything necessary to preserve the past, including stealing it. He'd heard the story of the fake declaration but never thought it would involve him. Yet, a week ago, out of the blue, he received an anonymous text message with two images attached. Since the phone number didn't look familiar, he wanted to ignore the text. But curiosity killed the cat, and he opened the message. The first image claimed to be a scanned photo of the original Declaration of Independence, and the second was a picture of a secret letter between Thomas Jefferson and Benjamin Franklin. He'd seen photos like this before and knew they had to be fake. But it bothered him that the pictures were sent to his private phone. He'd already received two warning letters from the HBA about his research activities, and was told he risked going to jail if he continued. You see, Jude was in a tricky situation. He was considered to be an old guard. Not only did he collect historical documents, he also taught our youth. So, he quickly deleted the messages and tried to forget what they contained. Yet, in the back of his mind, he thought someone was trying to entrap him and had a good idea who. Jerome Craig. Director Jerome Craig was the new head of HBA and a man with a chip on his shoulder. For some reason, he had something to prove and latched onto people like Jude as if he were a dog with a bone. Yet, Jude refused to give Jerome the satisfaction of catching him red-handed. His career and freedom were at stake. Nevertheless, Jude drifted to sleep, dreaming of nothing more than solving a centuries-old rumor. The next day, Jude still had one question on his mind. What if the anonymous sender was right? And right on cue, the unidentified person reached out again, this time with a voice message. 
Hello, Mr. Burnett, my name is Alice. You don't know me, but I promise this is not a prank. We shouldn't talk over the phone. I will be at Denise's Cafe tomorrow at 6 p.m. It's a little coffee shop located in Philly. I'll have a pressed rose hanging out of my purse. Hope to see you then. Jude was taken aback. The voice on the message was a woman. He wondered how she came across the information and why was she contacting him. The voice message left him intrigued, and the hairs on the back of his neck weren't standing up, so he decided to attend the meetup. Philadelphia is only a stone's throw away from Delaware, and the worst he could imagine would be seeing Jerome waiting with the police, but Jude had a plan. Since he had the weekend off, he decided to camp near the location to spot any funny business. He ran to the kitchen and grabbed a few snacks. It was time for another overnighter in his van. Jude's van wasn't just any old vehicle. It was a tricked-out old Chevy he'd converted years ago. It was the perfect way to travel the country on the cheap and see history up close and personal, plus the van had all the comforts of home. With his snacks, a change of clothes, and the van, it was time to head to Philadelphia to meet the mysterious Alice. Ensuring the meeting location was in view, he parked a block away. The night went by quietly, and nothing looked out of place or fishy. And in the morning, just as she said, a lady with a pressed rose hanging from her purse entered the little coffee shop. As Jude entered the shop, Alice turned around with a slight smile and said, I'm glad you decided to join me. But before Alice could utter another word, Jude huffed out some questions. Before we go any farther, how do you know me? Don't overreact, but I work for Jerome Craig. Immediately, Jude hit the table and yelled. I knew it. This is a trap. Alice reached across the table and grabbed Jude's hand, and in a calm voice, she echoed. Mr. Burnett, I can assure you, this is not a trap. Yes, I work for Jerome, but I'm a plant. What? I'm a mole. There's no better way to tell what an operative is doing than from the inside. I really belong to a secret group of historians, and we've had our eyes on you since your name hit Jerome's most wanted list. Her credentials sound impressive, but Jude still didn't trust her. How did you get your hands on the scan images? I took them myself. Okay, then why didn't you take the documents? And blow my cover, then what? The new information was almost too much for Jude's mind to handle, but he was hooked. So, where are these original documents? It's a little-known fact, but Benjamin Franklin had little houses stashed all over Pennsylvania. She pulled up the location on her phone and said, This is one of his houses and the location of the documents. Let's go! Not so fast. I can't go with you I'll blow my cover. Jerome is a weird guy. He randomly has us under surveillance and they could be watching us now, but I have a cover story. What's your cover? Alice laughed. You silly, he would never question any of us for investigating the elusive Jude Burnett. Alice got up from the table, fixed her hair, and said, Drop a message when you have a plan. As she left the coffee shop, the revelations of the meeting hit Jude like a ton of bricks. They wanted him to steal the documents. Jude walked to his van as his passion for preserving history overrode his better judgment. He realized he was actually planning the heist of the century. With caution to the wind, Jude drove to Franklin's old stash house and waited for nightfall. In the cover of darkness, Jude carefully opened a back window, crawled into the house, and began his search for the old briefcase protecting the documents. 
As he opened a bedroom closet door, the briefcase revealed itself. Jude cautiously pried the case open and found one old piece of parchment paper. His hands shook as he lifted the paper closer to his face and read four words. This is a test. His heart dropped as he expected cops to barge through the door at any moment, but the house remained silent. He turned the paper over and read. You're in. You've passed the test. The Jeff Franks is a secret society formed to preserve history, and we've been looking for a man like you. We needed a person from the first state to fill a spot, and your passion to keep all historical finds available to all is inspiring. Welcome to the group.